0: Welcome to Kirsty Alley on the Verge. On today's episode, I'm not yet dead. Kirsty shares some ideas about what she's thinking about as she gets older. In studio today's special guest Kelly, and now your host, Kirsty Alley. Hey,
1: hey, hi! It's Kirsty. I'm sorry that I haven't done a podcast for the last couple of weeks. Um, here's what's been going on. My dad, who turned 97 on November 6th, uh, was diagnosed with COVID, but he was doing really great and had almost no symptoms for about five or six days, and then whammo, he uh, got really bad really fast, and they rushed him to the emergency room, and they thought he was going to pass away, so they let my brother and sister and I come and see him in the emergency room, and he liked that. And honestly, when I was sitting in there... Oh, Kelly's with me today. Hi. Kelly and Corgi. <laughs> Yo. We're going to talk about Corgi in a little while because I need a new tech. Because you can't even believe what Corgi did this morning. Fired. My <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But anyway, back to my dad. So, but when I saw my dad in the emergency room, he looked good to me. Anyway, he pulled through... And he stayed in the hospital several days, and he was doing well. And, you know, I put on Twitter, I ask everyone, I don't really ask this stuff for myself, but I just had to ask it for my dad, Kelly. Yeah, I asked him to pray for my dad. Yes. And they did. And I just have to say one thing. (laughs) These people on Twitter are the best prayers in the world. Well, to be 97 and survive COVID... Yeah, but we aren't even done yet. No, but the prayers, the Twitter people who pray are powerful. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess you could say God is powerful, but there's, I don't know that I'm that good of a prayer.
2: No, you had many, 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 many people praying. Yeah, and I think it worked
1: really well. And it made me feel grateful to the people that I have on my Twitter that they would do that.
2: Yes, and it makes us know that there's hope. Yeah.
1: It felt hopeful, and it felt like, God, dang. I don't usually say dang, but that's a very Kansas thing. Um, God, dang. I was like, if he can be 97 and make it through, then we can make it through if we should
2: totally get it, right?
1: Okay, so anyway, so then, so he kicks COVID, and I think he's in the hospital, wasn't he, in about a week or something? Yeah. A little longer, maybe, and then he, um, then he went back to his... Uh, assisted living place. I don't like calling them nursing homes.
2: I don't like either name.
1: What do you want to call him? Care home.
2: I hate that Just too. Just something not geriatric, and all those sound a little. Geriatric. They do. So let's think of like his
1: really bitchin' pad that costs ten grand a month. Yeah, How about
2: his, that? his his yeah his <laughs> yeah his bougie pad. Yes, <laughs> that was good. So
1: he goes back to his bouge pad. <laughs> And, uh, but because he had had COVID, even though, then there's some rule in the booge pad too, that if you're over a certain age, even if you've had COVID and even if you're doing really well, and even if you're past the 14 day quarantine, which he was, right, you could still be shedding. So whatever, it sounds like a dog, but you could still be shedding. And so they made him stay. So he had to be in there 20 days in a COVID wing. Now. In that Within that time, when he got back from the hospital, within about a week, he got pneumonia. Oh my. Now, remember, nobody's going to visit him. It's just people who work there, right? Right. And I'm not knocking the people. I get it. They're doing a good job. But honestly, they are the people who work there who bring in COVID because the people who are 97 or 100 or something aren't leaving the place and they aren't leaving their own room. So, der. So, then he got pneumonia and then... He just kicked that in two days. Anyway, hey. this is what we've been doing, right? Yeah. He's Superman. He is Superman. But I just didn't have the heart to like do a freaking podcast while this is all going on with daddy It was crazy. Yeah. And so then we had... So we haven't had a podcast since Thanksgiving either, right? No, we have not. Corey, don't even talk because... <laughs> 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 my, my fault. I'll stop. Okay, so here's the deal. Corey came in today, and the big computer that he needed and wanted to do the podcast, and he got, of course, because he's like a diva, so we just give him everything he wants. <laughs> well, it was what was it doing, Corey? Uh,
0: well, you know, <laughs> since it's been so long since we've been on the podcast, it needed an update. <laughs> okay. So no, no, it was no. updating, <laughs> I guess, and updates with Max take... Uh, a long time. Apparently, your dad kicked COVID quicker than that Mac. Up exactly. Date, right?
1: <laughs> but didn't you forget one reason why we didn't start on time today? What was the other reason, Corgi? Where's your phone?
0: Oh yeah, I don't have my phone.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> where where that might be? Don't know. Do you, Do you have an iPhone?
0: I do. Do you have one of those things, the locator? Um. Well, I was already out of the house and mad and <laughs> on my way here because okay, I didn't so, want to be late. Okay, so we're Which gonna always.
1: locate your phone. I will. I'll find it. All right. Good. So okay. So back to Daddyo. All right. So now he's doing pretty darn good. Right? He's out
2: of the COVID wing.
1: He's, he's- out of the, now. He's out of the COVID wing. Now he's in his other room, which is good. And that's hard on a lot of people in a bouge place. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. Because they, you know, especially the women. Oh, I know the women when they go to these bougie places you know they congregate they they talk they have snacks they have cocktails whatever they do but they can't leave their rooms Right. When there's a COVID situation. Yeah. Now, that's perfect for my dad because my dad doesn't want to leave his room. Yes. He just watches sports and weather now.
2: Well, I know. And my grandma is in a bougie pad place now. Oh, tell us about Norma. Okay. Now, this is why today
1: our topic is going to be about getting older, not just us getting older. Well, Kelly isn't older. Corgi's like 87. If you ask my
2: kids if I was old, they'd be like, you're so old. Right. But we're going to, the subject is we're going to talk about a little
1: getting older. But what does that mean too about with our parents, with our relatives? Yes. It it has an effect. So, because Normie is Kelly's um, grandmother. She's super bougie anyway. I mean, like, she's got it going on. And then tell what happened to her. Well,
2: she had a mini stroke, a couple. Yeah. So she was confused, obviously. They took her to the hospital. She got out of the hospital. She's not...
1: Yeah, but you're sort of making that... She got sick. She went to the hospital. She had some strokes. Now she's out. I think you could
2: give her a little
1: more But the point time is, in there. But,
2: but the it. point is is she can't go home because she can't take... She's very independent, and she can't take care of herself right now. She's not strong enough. She's still confused. So she's at the bougie pad place. Right. Well, let's describe Normie. Well, in Normie, she's very social. She likes to dine for four hours at a time. She likes, if you go to dinner with her, there's a cocktail hour. Don't you dare order food because we're going to visit and have drinks first. Yeah, doesn't
1: you think it's rude if someone... Yeah. ...that she takes to dinner... Doesn't wait for about an hour to order. Yeah,
2: you get drink, you have cocktail hour. You get drinks. <laughs> on
1: a
0: white tablecloth. On
2: a white tablecloth. If the restaurant doesn't have white tablecloth, she requests one. She likes, I mean, she's doing the whole thing. Well, she's sort of richy rich. She's lived sort of the swank life. It, it, she does, but I mean, by how she acts, you'd think she had Kardashian cash, and I'm not sure she's there. <laughs> but. So, she's out and about, though. I mean, she's yeah. the woman that's out and about. You know, she does her... Th- she goes to Pilates, whatever that means. Um, How old is she now? 90. Okay, she's 90, and her hair is perfect. Well, yeah, because she gets it done twice a
1: week. I mean, she just envisioned Normie as like this. She has... It's not exactly a bob. It's a little longer than a bob. She's 90, but she looks 70 to me. Yeah, she does. Um, no gray hair. No gray hair ever. She has perfect clothes. Her house is beautiful and architecturally perfect, and, and she's
2: sort of snobby in a way, but sort of in a good way. She's snobby. I'll give you an example of her snobbiness. We're at the dinner with cocktail hour, the white tablecloth. It's time to order, and Normie always gets salmon, always. The waiter will say, oh, okay, salmon, perfect, and how would you like your salmon cooked? And she pauses and looks at everyone at the table, and then will look at the waiter and be like, how would I like my salmon cook? Perfect.
1: (laughs) That's her answer. And my dad is sort of the opposite of Normie. Right. My dad is like movie star handsome. Not that Normie's not movie star beautiful, but my dad's movie star handsome, but sort of doesn't know it and doesn't care. Right. Oh, did I tell you how he got out of the hospital? No. Because they had, he wasn't like intubated or anything, again, hopeful, right? Makes the rest of us who aren't 97 hopeful. Yes. But they had that big mask on his face that sort of helps force some oxygen in. Okay. And he said, get this goddamn thing off of me and I'm out of here. So (laughs) they got the goddamn thing off of him and he was out of there. Do you know that when my... Some people know this. Some don't, but you know, my mom was killed in a car wreck. Right. Well, and this was a long, long time ago. And my dad was in... Uh, and He was in the hospital in critical condition. Right. And he did sort of the same thing then. You know, he had IV tubes and things like that. And, you know, he was really bad off. And then all of a sudden, um, he just decided... <laughs> I'm not, Fuck this. I don't want these fucking tubes in me. Yeah. So he just ripped them all out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe that's the course of action that we should all be taking. Like, I, I know. I'm not I'm like, playing this game. No. I'm not going to be this hospital no, person. And he said, the
1: doctor said, called me. I remember that this was like a long time. It was like, oh God, how many years ago? Right. 1981, 80, I think. Oh. Anyway, but the doctor called and said, "Okay, your dad ripped all of his tubes out. So we're going to see if he can make it through the night. We're good." And he was. And he did. Yeah. So that's the deal with my dad. If he's in the hospital and he's ready to go, that's how you know he's well. Yeah. He's like, I'm out. He just rips shit off. (laughs) (laughs) He's not bougie, my dad, no. But he seems like he, in a way, he looks like he should be.
2: Well, his shirts are always ironed. He always has a nice shirt on. Yeah, his hair is cool. He's groovy looking. Yeah, he's a silver fox. He is. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I didn't ever know you had a crush on my dad. <laughs> I don't. I mean, he is. He's a. Oh, yeah. He's a he silver is. fox. Do you know that in high school, high school and college, many, many of my friends had crushes on my dad.
2: But I had those dad crush. You know, like yeah. somebody's dad, and you're like, oh. You know,
1: like he's cool, he's hot. Yeah, I know that was my dad. It made me sick. Someone would go like, Oh my god, your dad's so hot! I'd be like, Shut up! Yeah, and my dad didn't care. I remember once going, Julie has a big crush on you, and he goes, Well, that's just ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) He would just put the kibosh. Yeah. If you ever wanted a faithful man, that was the man. Right. Okay. So now, so Normie's now in a booge place. She is, but I hate that that she is. I hate that she's there.
2: It, it would be fine because she told me, she said, I know the more people here than anyone else. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, of course, duh. You're like the most social, you know. She, they also have cocktail hour there. In the booge. In the booge pad. Um, like, but she might- only gets a half a glass of wine, which she thinks <laughs> is annoying. Um, how many cocktails would, does she have in a normal day if she's not in there? I mean, according to her,
1: or Really? Well, let's go with her and then really.
2: I mean, she would be like, oh, a couple glasses of wine a night or something, but it's, I mean, it could be more. Like six glasses of vodka. <laughs> <or something. laughs> she's, she's like, Chardi, La Creme Chardi. Chardonnay. Is that? Chardonnay. Oh,
1: wine. I don't drink wine really. Yeah.
2: Oh, speaking of
1: drinking. <laughs> when, okay, so we had Thanksgiving, right? Yes. And uh, we all know. A person that owns a new restaurant here. Yes. he. The I don't drink very much, but when I drink, I'm drunk because I'm drunk and two drinks, so whatever. Anyway, so there's this drink called a Daylight at this restaurant.
2: Which happens to be Corey and Kirsty's favorite drink. It is, and favorite restaurant.
1: Yes. Do You need to go a little closer. There's We don't want to miss a thing you say. <laughs> She's good. Okay, I just don't want to miss anything she It's like really good. Cocktail. Yes. That's sweet, lemony, and... It has a zest of neroli oil. Neroli, you might know or you might not know, is from the orange blossom.
2: It's The daylight drink smells really good. I think That's the neroli. Yeah. It's like you're drinking... Lipstick. A beautiful, perfumey... Yes.
1: It's sweet. It's perfumey. And Corey doesn't really drink very much either. Corey's a little bit like me like that. Mm-hmm. I'm better at tech. Technical things and
0: (laughs) and being on time,
1: knowing where my phone is. But Corey and we agree, right?
0: The daylight. It's my favorite drink by far. In a way, me too.
1: Yes. Well, so I had Thanksgiving with uh, who came over? My kids were out of town. They don't live here, and I had it with my niece and her husband, and their five kids. So at one point, when the kids were out playing, I poured literally like five tablespoons for each (laughs) purse. And Devin didn't want anything because he only likes beer. So right. Neely and I just had, but I poured her like the littlest amount. Really? Because I was just being selfish. Right. Because you're like, I only have this gift. Like, and-, and then she goes, it's good, but I can't drink anymore because, you would know, all be driving. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so now this is, so then they left, right? We had a great time. It was wonderful Thanksgiving. And um, so I poured myself a big hefty champagne glass of a daylight yeah nice it was so good so then i had another and then i was sort of tips you know yeah and it wasn't with watching the crown right and then i realized in the crown you know they're always drinking cocktails and shit so then i poured a third now i now i went like now uh, you're getting wild now i have a problem <laughs> now I'm drunk alone As, on the sofa
0: watching the, the crowd.
2: <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think you text, we were texting and you were like, you were. I think I've got to stop drinking the daylight. I'm alone. It's feeling a little <laughs> creepy at this point.
1: I know. <laughs> and what did you say? like <laughs> Keep going. I know. I just, I'm like, it's a holiday. 20, what do you expect? 2020. Live it up. And, and I wouldn't, I, the only part that felt weird about it was that I was alone. And it feels like that, if you're an alky, that's probably the deal. <laughs> do you know? You're probably, I don't know. I guess if someone had walked in and said, how are you doing? And I'm drunk. I'd <laughs> be like, well, I'm doing good. But, uh, you know. <laughs> and then I thought, because I'm obsessed with age now. I was never obsessed with age until I, on Twitter this last, since we've had COVID, the fucking people say the meanest shit in the world, the 20, 30-year-old, the 20-year-olds. The millennials. My God. Are they the ones saying the term boomer or whatever? Well, boomer would be, you know, that was one of our podcasts. That would be nice. Yo has been hog, hag, bad (laughs) fucking, dumb fuck. (laughs) It's like, well, you useless, worthless. What is the word? Oh, irrelevant bullshit. I want to go, you motherfucker. Yeah. You're fucking twenty years old. You haven't done fuck anything. They go, oh, I hope you have enough money to buy lunch, a big pig, and I want to go. <laughs>
2: or they say like, Has I have been. enough
1: money to buy your fucking soul, motherfucker. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. And You can't say anything back. You can't go. I have plenty of money. <laughs> right. You you want to defend yourself. You know, like. I mean, I'm not 97 like my dad. Uh, You wouldn't just say the dumbest shit back. Right. And you can't. And they're like, well, when you're a has-been like you and you're...
2: What about when you've been a never been? Like you. I know, but that's like, you know, that line, you can always say it so many times. (laughs) (laughs) Like...
1: Oh, I hope I can get four followers like you have. Right. <laughs> you, you can't say stuff
2: like that. Right, because you don't want to be the low blow.
1: You, well, you also, if you're successful, you have you're, you have a certain, I would think, amount of gratefulness or humbleness or something. But these motherfuckers, if I was ever on Twitter, or I'm not on Facebook or any of these others, but if I was and I saw my gr- adult children talk like this, I'd kick their ass. Yeah, I would go. I would make them. I wouldn't hit them because they could kill me. But I would. <laughs> I would make them feel so bad that they wanted to crawl in the basement with Biden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of Biden, why is he out of the basement? now? He's okay to be out of the basement now. Yeah, because he was. Well, he was playing with his dog and hurt himself. I know, but. So should I stay in the basement? No, I'm just saying, like, he had to be in the basement to protect himself, but now he's out of the basement. <laughs> what changed? Because now COVID is, like, really on the rise. Anyway, for enough about him. Okay, so let's go back to, um,
0: what was I just talking about? You flipped, oh. the, you flipped the script on them on Twitter. You asked for, now all all your mentions are Christmas decorations.
2: Oh, I, oh, I like that, though. That's yeah. fun. Because you're a nice person. I know, but
0: I... Everybody's sending your Christmas decorations, as you asked. I
1: know. The, the, I wanted Christmas decorations because that's what him. you do when you're fucking old. You give up. You're like, God, fucking Biden's going to be the fucking president? <laughs> I, I just gave up. I'm in apathy. I can't... Uh, and then I was like, you know, how old is he? Like You, you told me 103? not to have
0: be apathetic last podcast. I know. But how and old is Biden? Old.
1: 187. And he's the new president. I mean... I just can't, I can't even get into that right now because that doesn't even have anything to do with age. This is just, we, I, you know, I intentionally didn't talk about politics. I intentionally am only talking about Christmas decor. <laughs> <laughs> because what I was trying to say is you can't retaliate the ways you would want to retaliate. Right. You can't say the things back that you would want to say back. Well, and you also can't say, I'm not old. <laughs> I mean, because I sort of am. I mean, I don't feel old. No, yesterday when I looked in the mirror, I was like, oh, my God, you are so old.
2: No, yesterday you said something. I'm like, well, you're not old. It's not like you're 107. And you were like, well, some people might think I'm old. We had this conversation. But, like, my kids think I'm old. How old are you? 41. God, you I know, but think about it. When you were four, you probably. I know. I was thinking about. I think about like
1: when I was five, and and, because I remember, you know, I lived over there on Bel Air Street, and I had Norma, a different Norma, but she lived behind us, and then we had this woman across the street had her uh, sister living with her, but she was probably. 21 and Norma was probably 24 and I remember going over to their houses and I'd go over to Norma's cuz she would do my nails and I was looking at her and her hair was perfect and she had beautiful fingernails and but if you to me she was pretty old <laughs> <laughs> she was probably 24 and then and then when I'd go over to the other girl's house I went over cuz she had a little pomeranian and she was younger than Norma and she was cool and you know I don't think she's the one. No, I had a babysitter. It was an American man stand. It wasn't this girl, but um, she was cool, Sandra. Oh wow! Yeah, because at one point in my life, I told people my name was Sandra.
2: <laughs> Sandra D.
1: <laughs> exactly. But when you think about when you think about like from their point of view, like yesterday when Izzy, that's Kelly's and Corey's. She's your daughter, right?
0: Yeah, she is. (laughs) As far as I know, (laughs) that's what Kelly's told me.
1: She sort of looked like you, so I'm going with it. Yeah, Izzy. Who is four? Oh, uh, she told me I was standing up on a ladder putting up Christmas decorations, and she said, "Well, you better be careful up there." And I said, "Well, I'm not that old." And she goes, "Well, how old are you?" And I said, "69." And she was, "Whoa!" You she did. <laughs> I'm I old.
2: That. Well, but I was thinking about it when she told me I was old, and my mom when I was four was much younger. I mean, she was like in her early thirties, maybe. No. How old was twenty seven, twenty eight? Yeah, maybe she was thirty. Yeah, we were thinking that. But like a substantially younger mom. Yes. yes. And I always liked having a young mom. Yeah. And now I'm. I didn't have kids. I didn't start having kids until I was thirty five.
1: Yeah, that's more like me because I was forty.
2: Right. My mom was already done, and we were. So. And I do remember having friends with older parents and being like, oh, I'm so lucky because my mom's, like, young and hip. Thanks a lot. And thank, I'm you, in, so thank you to myself. I, no, I'm, not insulting, I'm, like, you. I'm like, not insulting you. Oh. I'm not insulting you. I'm just insulting us <laughs> together.
1: No, I remember going to... I remember taking my kids to kindergarten. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and there's, like, um, the 22
1: And I was hot-looking still. But I was, like... I was hot. But there were the moms that were 21... And I was like, so? I'm still
0: on. Just think you had all your fun, and that's how I look at it. I had all my fun while I was 21. I wasn't running after kids.
2: Well, you're not having fun now?
0: I mean, Well, I'm having a blast.
2: I had, I'm just saying. You hear me? Because I had all my fun when I was young. So Could you now imagine I can...
0: when you were 21 or 22 chasing around Izzy? No. Right. Except you'd have more energy. Yeah, well, I've got enough energy. I, I mean, I guess if no. She's I, always in motion.
1: She's like Waylon. She she's is. like my grandson Waylon. She she's is.
0: always in motion.
1: But, but think about it. So if I'm there with it, the, remember when I would take the kids to Oakwood, I'm probably the oldest mom there because I was forty. If, true at forty. So what kindergarten? At, so I am forty five years old, and a lot of the other mothers were twenty four. Right. But I will say that the trend was there were probably I would say the most of the mothers were thirty five,
2: right? Well, and, and they
1: weren't having kids when they were twenty.
2: No, but like, and my friends in L A waited to have kids thirty five. Yeah, know, it was, I I only had one cup one friend who had kids when I lived in L A, but my friends here were on their third kid in Kansas. Right. Because in LA you you're too poor to have kids. You have to be grinding till eight o'clock at night. Grinding? Yeah, working. Uh, I mean none of my friends were like stay at home you can't be a stay at home mom in LA at twenty, you know. You
1: could if you had some rich dude.
2: Yeah. I mean if you had a sugar daddy,
1: I mean how many girls do we know with sugar daddies in LA? A lot.
2: For sure. But I'm just saying my my circle everyone was working. That's true. But that's the thing about age too.
1: You never see the twenty two year old girl with a fifty year old poor guy. No. No. When people go like, well I really love him and 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 I go like okay, we all know that you wouldn't if he wasn't rich. Basically I've never found Basically. ever have you ever ever <laughs> seen a girl who's twenty-three dating a sixty year old if he's freaking poor? No. No. I did oh though, wait, I did have one nanny for my kids. She was very weird. She was so weird. But she was... Was it me? (laughs) Other than you, there was another one. No, she was... She had married her husband. She was just an exception to the rule because she was 20-something, and he was 50-something, and he was poor. But I've never met that. And she was sort of a hippie, so that doesn't count.
2: Yeah, that's more free love. Yeah, Um, free love.
1: I like that. But but the age thing of okay so now on the other side if I so I'm 69 so if I have a boyfriend and I know I know their actresses have this. Right. Or famous people have this, women, and I let's say they're 65 or 69, whatever, and their boyfriends are 30.
0: I would yeah, like die. Madonna. Yeah, like Madonna did that, or still does that. Well, I've got a list that I could tell you that does that, but I would just die. I would be. Could you imagine every night sipping daylights with a 30 year old? What would you guys talk about?
2: <laughs> what? Madonna's current boyfriend is 26.
0: But see, Isn't as old as her daughter. Laura, Google I mean, that. I don't know. We'll Google it. But
1: my point is, I that. know. But that, that's what I'm saying. I can't. I couldn't. Okay. So you could have a lot. Like I haven't had plastic surgery. I don't have like facelifts. I don't have eyes done. I don't have things like that. So you would have to be okay with stripping down for a 30 year old man I wasn't okay with stripping down for a 30 year old with a 30 year old man when I was 23 I'd be walking around like oh no look at this oh shit oh I'd have to be drunk to walk
2: around like yeah look at this this is the best thing you've ever seen you mean having the complex of I look so much older than him
1: well, not just looks, but like Corey said, what are you, what are you going to talk about? First of all, I have nothing to talk about in, to anybody really of any age. You know, <laughs> if I was sitting there with someone, I'd be like, yeah, what do you think about the crown? What well, think it's good? Want another daylight? <laughs> <laughs> and what if I'm going to talk to? It's just the whole. I, I'm looking at a lot of things of age. You know, I was looking at the thing with my dad because you, I never really believed that my dad wouldn't just stay at home. Right. Forever, until he passed away. Yeah. And so that having him go into a place that he actually wants to be in and likes... Yeah. I always go, he's the only inmate that wants to be in there, but he likes it in there. You know, he feels safe, he feels good, whatever. But I never thought about... You know, so many things that I didn't think about before. An example is, you know, these places are like ten grand a month. Yeah. So, and my dad didn't make a lot of money in his life. He was he was okay off. You know, we were like, I guess you'd say middle class. So we were okay off. Right. But I think you know he has like a had a savings of like three hundred thousand dollars for his you know as he got when he got in old age. Right. Right. Girl, that's like what, 30 months? Two and a <laughs> half years. I mean, two and a half years. Right. To So now what do you do if you don't, and obviously if he needed more, he's, you know, I'm just saying, what do you do if you have a parent who has to go somewhere and they don't have money and you don't have money?
2: What would you do? I know. Well, that's, I think, when they move in with you. Well,
1: I've asked my dad to move in with me for like 40 years, but he won't do it. Well,
2: I know, but he likes stuff there. He likes the nurses and the food. and I, He liked his house. He's, my dad's sort of solitary. Yeah.
1: He's solitary. But what do you do if you don't? What's your recourse if you didn't have that money sitting there? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think about that. I know, I don't think about that either until I, now I'm saying I had to think about it because of my dad. Right. And now I think about it on behalf of other people. So, because for me, if you had a savings of 300 grand and you weren't a guy that made a ton of money, do you know? And that would only last you like two and a half years, right? So, what does an average person have as a savings? What is a, I just, and how much are the average places?
2: Well, I mean, I think they're eight ten thousand dollars
0: no they're life. not cheap right by any means
2: so what do you do? I mean I'm not getting how what someone does <laughs>
0: uh, pray. <laughs>
2: Because we... You I, wait until you're like, okay, I've got two and a half years, I think. I
1: <laughs> it is sort of weird. And you know they calculate that in nursing homes. And I didn't know this. I didn't know anything... I didn't either. ...about nursing homes other than when I was 20. I was a candy striper. And the only thing I knew then was, you know, you help people out. You change their whatever. They're yeah. in different conditions of life and things. But uh, what I don't know what you do. Like... Are there places that are three thousand dollars a month? Are there places that are? Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? At least from, you know, I would loved it if my dad had just moved in with me. I would have loved it, mm-hmm. but that's not what he wanted to do. You know, he wanted to. First of all, I jump around too much, but he wanted to stay in Kansas and he wanted to stay in his place, and he did till he was ninety six. Yeah. So it's like yay. But I, it just made me think about age things that I've never thought about in my life. Uh, like, Do you have a stash? Do you guys have a stash of money? Uh, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not a big enough one. <laughs> well, because we're, we're not <laughs> eligible for the 10 grand a month thing yet. I know, but, you, but isn't it weird that you
1: have to think of something that you never would have thought of? I mean, I never would have thought of... It seems to me, I feel like, oh, I'll just be living in my house... For my whole life, and then at some point I'll go to sleep and I'll croak. Yeah. But I didn't really realize right. <laughs> that what that involved either, the dying part. I didn't, I, I, I'm not trying to be morbid. I didn't, I don't, you know, are you going to a hospital? Are you going to, is someone coming into your house? Is These are things I never confronted.
2: I know. And, you know, when they sneak up on you, for instance, in my grandma's situation, because she wasn't expecting to go anywhere. I know. When they sneak up on you, it probably is something you should think about to be like, okay, here's what I definitely want. Here's what I definitely don't want. Here's what I can afford. Just so your kids or your grandkids or whatever aren't put in like a weird position like, are you, is this okay with you or what do you want? You know, to make that decision at, at, when it's at, at, that, at that point. At that time, it's, Yeah.
1: Would be hard. Yeah, I think you got to make decisions maybe for yourself. But look, I came from my grandma, you know, lived in her house. Then I think she got sick. Well, I don't even know how this happened. That's how in tune I was with people. You know, I think she died. She got sick and she died. But I think it was like fast. Right. And then my other grandmother lived at home until she was ninety eight or something. God, you have a family that lives forever. I know, they live a, well, that's what made me think I better have three million dollars <laughs> because <laughs> that's only going to get me three years.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> then you have, my, but then you have the other grandma. You know that grand that we called Graham, She was ninety eight, and then. Uh, I remember this because I paid for it for her, but she she moved into a place where that was more like a house, and there right. were three people in the house. But she didn't live very long after that. But everybody else I know, and maybe it's <laughs> I thought is it a not They live at home until they absolutely can't can't live at home. Right. So I don't know. I don't. It's just thrown. Um, a wrench into the concepts that I didn't really ever think very much about. I had no like I had no idea that these places are ten grand a month.
2: So are you a hard no to when you're ninety seven to go to one of those places? you'd rather stay at home? Well, I could say now. oh, yeah. I, well, I can say now, absolutely.
1: You know, but I do find myself doing weird shit that I would not have thought about before all this. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like I'm just getting ready to remodel my house in Florida. You know, I have to have a first floor bedroom. I've decided I have to have a first floor bedroom. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> the
0: first bathroom, have- bedroom, shower, everything. First floor. And
1: then I thought. When did you decide you need a first floor freaking bedroom? I mean,
2: it's not, and I've always sort of liked them, but I never had a house that had a the first floor floor bedroom. You know. Well, it's funny you say that because Corey and I are redoing a house right now, and it was his parents' house. His dad had to go to a, play, a bougie place. Yeah. Oh, it was not bougie. No, but he, <laughs> but bougie priced. He, oh, yeah. The only reason, really, he had to go to the place is because all the bedrooms were upstairs. So the first thing we did was go, we needed the first floor bedroom.
0: We're already thinking that.
2: Uh, So that's what's happening. (laughs)
1: Well, they're, they're actually, what's sort of, the good news is, they're sort of popular now. With whether you're 20 or whatever. right? It's sort of the popular thing to have a open floor plan in the first floor bedroom. But my reasoning is, well, it's sort of like what you're saying, but my reasoning is what if I can't... Like right now in the house I'm in, my bedroom's on the third floor basically in the attic. Right. And it's like climbing a mountain every day. And so I think... Oh, this is sick. I think, what if I croak up in my room, and then people have to come up to the freaking attic (laughs) to hold (laughs) my ass down, and then they'll say, like, ah, she's a fat, she's old, she's a fat, she's dead now, a fat and old and dead. (laughs) We have to take her out of the attic from (laughs) Foxhawk. You know how hard that was? (laughs) So then I thought, now, girl, you gotta be on the first floor, so they can just throw you on that stretcher and sail you out into the ambulance. Or don't they,
0: do they have anything like for a rest home for the stars? Are there famous people that go to the one fam- rest home?
2: It's know. like the, there's the promises in Malibu, but it's instead of a rehab, it's like the bougie the, place. What was that movie? The, the one I love that
1: home. England English you, movie where there was oh god, there was an actress who came into it, and they were all sort of swank there, you know, and they...
2: That should be a movie. It should be like a really good movie of like, okay, we're all in Hollywood, we're all badass, we're skinny, and now we're all of a sudden 97, so... Well, been...
1: we're getting ready to do that where there's a there's a show that's being developed for... um, I won't say the other two actresses and I, but it's being developed, and it's a new trend... And this makes smart. Now, this is smart. This makes smart. This is smart. The new trend is to go on a ship because ships have these crazy prices. You know, your friends go, right? It costs them $300 a week, right? Right, right, right. And so these the new trend is if you're able-bodied and you're old, you just go on a constant cruise. It's like 300 bucks a week. Which is way cheaper than the eight, and to that ten includes grand. your room and your meals,
2: <laughs> right? And probably a casino and some like lounge. You singing. can do everything you want. Yeah, you y- can do anything you
1: want. So we're do. There's a show being developed for us that has to do with living on from ship uh, to ship. Yeah, from ship to ship. But when you think about it, it's actually a trend that's going on now because I would do that. Of that. Well, doesn't that make sense? If it's three hundred bucks a week. Yeah. How much is that? Twelve hundred bucks a month. Versus ten thousand, and you're on a cruise ship, and you're going to go. You're seeing, you know, Mexico and the Caribbean, yeah, drinking and, daylight's at noon. Probably, I was because say, the uh, drinks are free a lot of times on those. Yeah, you
0: know. hopefully Isaac from the Love Boat is making some. <laughs> some
2: I love the Love Boat. Oh I might be. A, I might do the ship. We'll I was. Sh- I, I would. That's a
1: great. It's sort of a great idea.
2: I always thought, oh, I'm going to be like the Golden Girls. I'll just move in with a bunch of my like old hen friends. Right. We'll, we'll all. Laugh and like be that, yeah. But I could get jiggy with us all going to the ship, yeah. And you
1: know, <laughs> I've kept the house that I have in Wichita because it was an at one point, right? So it also had these rooms that all have their own bathrooms. And I thought, well, why don't I just have some of my friends' movie in here? And then I thought, mm, no, that one She'd drive me nuts. Oh uh, no, what about this one? Uh, she's sort of messy. I don't know. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm even breaking up with my friends. Like I did, I'm not even on husbands anymore. Now I'm just on friends and how they can't live with me. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit on the sofa alone during the daylight. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to millennials, having to talk about how fucking old and irrelevant I am. I just wanna go, you little motherfucker. If you were sitting in front of me right now, I would, i just smack the shit out of somebody who said that. Yeah. Slap a big dramatic, I would have a big dramatic actress slap in a restaurant, <laughs> boom, like that. Yeah. No, don't you ever speak to me like that. <laughs> Pull out a cigarette that I don't smoke anymore. Take a couple of puffs of it and bang down a daylight. <laughs> oh, Corey, what were you going to
0: say? No, I don't even remember. I, I want to know more about this love boat for the elderly. <laughs> it
1: it sound, Doesn't it sound good? It's a great no, story a, idea. Yes. Well, it's, it's a great life idea. It, it's a great life, and the I love the two actresses, and it's so funny, and it makes... Because it's... When you hit... You know, if you hit my age, I, I'm, I mean... I didn't think I was going to make it past, like, 36. Because all my idols died at 28. Oh, the good die young. Yeah. I mean, you know. Only the good. And now, when I have other friends, oh, God, when Prince died, it was like the undoing. Yeah. It was, are you kidding me? It seemed impossible. So, you know, it's like being 70 is the good news and the bad news. I mean, you don't want to die, right? I don't. (laughs) Right. But the bad news is you're... You're just never gonna be as pretty as you were. You're never gonna be as like body wise, you're never gonna be as firm and tight and blah 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 as you were. Right. You're not it's not like you know, the movie industry isn't built around seventy year olds. So in other words, that's what I'm saying, I'm ready to go to that old show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go to the ship.
2: The ship. <laughs>
1: So, but I liked this idea of this story because it it really made sense because, you know, we had been talking about Normie or my dad or your dad and um, you're heartbroken and then it's $10,000 a month or some crazy amount of money. Right. Right. So then you you see this sort of in-between place of people getting on ships. I mean, that's cheaper than if you had an apartment.
2: For sure. And there's always like a new crowd coming in. You're exactly people you don't get sick of Betty over here cuz she'll be hopping on her own ship
1: right and th- but they're ca- they're the lifers that are on the ship and you probably don't even know that they're on there but they they just keep booking it over
2: and over and over well you also could be like eh, this this two week ship crowd i'm going to be this person yeah. Or and like,
1: also you could go like, Ugh, I hate this crowd on the ship. I'm going to the like, I'm going to the carnival.
2: It's like when we <laughs> lived in New York that summer and that lady, she was like an Italian princess. She lived in the hotel we were at. Oh, we oh lived, my God! She we kind of lived in the hotel too, and, but we were like, "I can't believe she lives in this hotel." I know, but she was crazy. Remember that? Oh my God! It was
1: so weird. Oh my God! There was this woman, and I was in the hotel uh, owned by De Niro. Um, it's a swanky hotel. I was doing a lot of promotion and press for different things, so it was mostly being paid for me, paid for. Um, but anyway, so we're in there, and we meet this Italian woman who is. At first, I'm thinking, isn't this the most exciting life? And she literally is a princess. She wasn't an Italian princess. She was,
2: she was like royalty. She was royalty, but like,
1: for, I don't know, some smaller country, but she befriended me. And then I could tell she was totally a lunatic, but I remember I felt sorry for her. And so I invited her to go to a place with me, with some friends of mine. Right. Um, and (laughs) I'm trying to be, I'm walking, I'm walking a fine line here, but she wouldn't leave. No. No. And even when I left and I booked her a flight, she still didn't leave and she wanted to go back and stay with those people. It was so weird.
2: But then, I don't know if you remember this part, it was probably... (laughs) A year later, after that weird part, we were at the Beverly Hills Hotel at the Polo Lounge for some reason, and we were sitting at a table, and we look over, and we see her.
1: Oh, yes. And we were like, no. No, and weirder, a
2: really <laughs> other good friend, another
1: really good friend of mine was sitting there with Colleen. Oh, yeah, 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 Was yeah, sitting yeah. there, Colleen said, come here. And I was like, eh,
2: <laughs> no, come over here. <laughs> it was so weird. It was so... But she lived in hotels, period, she right? She did. Well, yeah,
1: she did. She lived in, she lived in hotels, but hotels are incredible. You know, that hotel was... Fifteen hundred bucks a night, or something like that. So, Six. the ship
2: situation, right? But I'm just saying, okay, let's say. But, but look at this. But look at this.
1: This go back to the ship thing because this makes a lot of sense, right? For a lot of people, I think, because this three hundred dollar, you know, the re the way ships make money now is booze and gambling, right? Yeah. So, but you're not going to booze it up and gamble it away. So you you're on it. Let's say three hundred bucks a week. That includes. All your meals cooked for you, maid service. Uh, anything you want to do, right. you know. You have all that. You can go to all the free entertainment. You can go to the pool. You know when they dry dock, they dock all the time, so you can go in. You can do some shopping. Freaking ideal life, really.
2: <laughs> right. Well, I just did this math because I thought, okay, the ship I'm into because I like the gambling, the booze, the meeting all the different people. Yes. That sounds amazing, but maybe not. That ho- Robert De Niro's hotel in New York. But you could find a Ritz Carlton for 500 bucks a night and have concierge, all that stuff. Well, how much is that? 500 a night times 30. 15 grand, which I know is more than like the, the rest home or whatever we're talking about, but it's not that much more. You're at the Ritz Carlton for life.
0: Yeah, but you have to pay for your food on yeah. the ship. Oh, true.
2: I'm I'm
1: trying to... The more I'm talking about this ship thing, although I don't like ships, but the more I'm talking about the ship thing, I think people should think about that. You're never alone. You have exciting places to go. You keep meeting new people. You have
2: help. You
1: have help and you have... You have freaking maid service. <laughs> I mean, for me, the maid service would be worth it. you know?
2: Without paying
1: for a house care. and you and no, you cut. You can go to the buffet, or you can go sit. And you know, I probably, you know, if you play your cards right, you can sit at the captain's table. Yeah, this might be the ideal scene. It is. It's the ideal show. I'm so excited about that. But uh, but now the other thing. Here's another thing. I was thinking about getting older. This has freaked me out. I was looking at some. People on Twitter send me things from, you know, when I was younger, like an interview or something. And I was realizing the way I talk is totally different. This When I first started acting, I spoke like this. <laughs> I was like, like ask me a question, like about my life or anything.
2: So where did you grow up, Kirstie? Well, I grew up in Kansas. <laughs> and um,
1: I was an interior decorator. Um, I came from a small family of... <laughs> Brother, I talked like I was from Mid-Atlantia, and I spoke like this, and if someone asked me any other questions, I mean, I had a slight accent, like like this, soft R's, like, hi, I'm from 1938, and then as I went along in my life, uh, when in the Cheers days, you know, I was a little more raucous. Right. But I would, then I would sort of talk. I, I don't know, really. <laughs> well, you know, I've got my friend. Oh, my God. And now I talk like a drunk truck driver.
0: <laughs>
1: it's just
2: straight up like, hey, wow. <laughs> yeah, what? My <laughs> God. Well, when you're on your ship.
1: I got to go back to. I got to be. I have got to talk more like.
2: This. Yeah, you go back to the night. You can, do, but you can switch it up every every time a new crowd gets on. Yeah, because they don't know who you are. No, you're like, oh, I'm a royalty from Dubai. You could. That is
1: a, that is a very good point. I think I'm writing that one down for my character. But that that you can be sort of anonymous, right? I like that. I like. that. I was that. married thirty times.
2: Yeah. Blah blah blah. You know, like.
1: So I got on this boat because they all left me something. Yeah, but you know I've also noticed the, the the women that are popular with men. And Corey, you can chime in on this. The women that are popular with men, they talk, They're a little more demure. They, even though they're powerful, they're a little more helpless. Mm -hmm. They are more understanding. I want to be that woman. I'm not. I want to be the woman. But if someone said, look, I'm having a hard time, I'd go, well, what's happening there? Well, what part of that could you take responsibility for? I'm like, shut up. I am not (laughs) that girl, you know. But I even think at that age, I'm trying to think if that was fake or real. I don't really know. I know the first interview I did, um, I'd never... They did it, you know. I had a publicist, and they said, "Okay, so now ask me a question."
2: So, how did your career start in Hollywood? I just moved here.
1: Uh, so you're a good interview. <laughs> and then ask me another question about anything. A yes or no question.
2: <laughs> so, do you have children? No.
1: Um, <laughs> are you married? Nope. <laughs> oh, yeah. So now, after that interview. My publicist said, now, look, when you're on a talk show, you have to remember it's entertainment for people. It's not, they don't really want to know the answer. It's it's more like you're it's an entertainment show. Right. And then that's when I think I developed this. Because one time I remember I was on Johnny Carson, and he said something to me, and I said, he said, do you like motorcycles? I said, I sure do, Johnny. And I'd love to have you on the back of one of mine. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! If it's so, it's it's the strangest part about having a career that was filmed, right? Right. Because you see all these things. That you you see all these things and these different <laughs> versions of yourself.
2: But sure, but everybody kind of has different versions just in general. It's yeah. just yours are documented. Like, I mean, right. <laughs> when I think back to being younger, even like in high school, college, you know, like in high school, like... I sort of liked thuggy, gang-bangy, you know, like badass kind of guys. You yeah. still
0: do, babe. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, in college, I'm like, oh, I'm a hippie. I'm going to wear a dress like this because I'm like, oh, I'm in Lawrence and, yeah, you know, I'm not going to be sorority girl. I'm way more, like, hippie girl. Yeah, And then, you know, you kind of evolve into different you try different people out. It's <laughs> exactly. sort of. But I don't I'm glad mine aren't documented because it is kinda of looking back like out when I even think about it, I'm like Oh, my God. Like, you were such a wannabe.
1: But see, but remember when, okay, when I was married to Parker, Parker was from the East Coast. I'm from Kansas. Parker's from the East Coast. He's preppy. He went to Princeton. And I'd never experienced anything like that in my life, that kind of lifestyle. Yeah, and
2: he's like upstate, from upstate New York. Oh, yeah. he's Yeah, totally. Yeah.
1: He's got it all going on on the East Coast thing. So, now he likes me because I've got dresses cut down to my waist, and I'm edgy, and I'm crazy, but I probably wasn't really. I was probably just pretending like I was. Anyway, that's what he thought I was. And then I remember when we got married, I started dressing like... Martha Stewart at that time, you know, like Laura Ashley dresses, hats, <laughs> uh, like big hats. And um, and then I would buy things for him, like pants with crocodiles or frogs <laughs> on them, because I'd never seen all this East Coast preppy stuff, right. you know, the Isoge shirt, uh, the Ralph Lauren things. And, and, and then I started wearing... Frickin', I used to wear like the highest heels you could possibly wear. But then when I was being this girl, I was, you know, I we bought a place in Maine and I was wearing, uh, I started wearing ballet slippers.
2: <laughs> right. Like Laura Ashley dress with oh ballet slippers.
1: Totally. And then when I was dating you know who, I, was told, I decided I was going to be goth. I'm the least likely looking person to be goth. <laughs> I, I look like that. an Irish something. <laughs> I remember. But I, I can't, for the life of me, no matter what I did, I make my eyes black, and I dress in black. I look, I don't, I can't do it. Like, I couldn't be a hippie. I didn't look good as a hippie. Right, right. Oh, but Kelly, we have, to, we have to talk about, Corey, does Kelly do this? We have to talk about Kelly's um, business voice.
2: Because you've been oh, hearing she has Kelly a, talking, she has a phone right? Voice. You've been hearing Kelly talking. I know, but my, okay, Kirsty, you think it's my business voice because I worked, well, I've worked for you for your, my whole life. But if my friends were here, yeah. they would call it my order voice. Like if I'm going through the drive through But let me do it for you. You you hear her voice. It's sort of low. Here she
1: is. She's going to... At a drive-thru, or she's going to see if someone can come and do some plumbing. Hi. This is Callie. Is there any way possible... I mean, you don't have to if you don't want to, but if you could... Do you have any time to possibly ever come over here and fix a toilet that's leaking?
2: I mean, I'm not... No, you sound exactly like me Mouse. I'm I... (laughs) I'm nice, but I'm not like, oh, I'm a mouse. It's, you think it's possible that but you sometimes- don't sound like a British mouse, but you do sound like, you go, like, hi, <laughs>
1: this is Kelly from Christiani's office.
0: That's it, I was and just going to say that.
1: We were wondering if you were open, and I'm like, what are you doing? Okay, so do, how do your friends think you sound when you're ordering? it? they hamburger. think I, they
2: think my pitch is different, also, but I don't know that I'm doing it until all everybody in my whole world makes fun of me and they're like, "Oh my god, your order voice!" You know, yes, is coming it out. Is. It's
1: like her face when she's okay. If Kelly's looking at her phone, <laughs> she's she, okay. She's looking at her phone and she's reading texts, her face looks orgasmic. She's got this smile. She's like, oh, like she's eating a luscious cake as she's looking at her phone like just, you are know, like, and I'll go, is that your husband? Is that Corey? she go, no, it's a UPS guy. Or, no, it's, uh, <laughs> it's n- the... No, it's the plumber coming that I just plumber called. Humming. Yeah, exactly. No, you, but
2: you have this look like... She did it yesterday. Exuberant. She wanted birch... Branches. Branches. And I was on my phone. She's like, I want a birch branch with a remote control. I think that's possible to get today. And so I instantly got on my phone. I was like, I didn't even really know what she was talking about. But I was like, birch branch with... She's like, oh, my God, who are you texting? I go... Text, I'm looking for Bert, remote control Birchbury. But She looks like she's talking to a
1: lover. I know, I've seen it.
2: That she looks
1: like she hasn't seen in forever, and they're finally they're texting her. So between and then if she gets on the phone, it's like hi, hi, it's Kelly. I'm Leah. Okay, so now you have your so you have your voice, and I have mine. Yes, I'm from Kansas. Kansas. I'm from Kansas. Oh, yes, that is. For, yes, Dorothy's from Toto. Hello, Toto. <laughs> oh, God, I make myself sick. So when people say that I make them sick, I understand I get it. I get it. I fully, I totally get it. Maybe it doesn't have anything to do with age. What about men aging? What do you think about that?
0: Uh, I think we age gracefully. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's as big a deal with the guys that it is to women. You don't? I, I mean, I don't think so. I'm just, I am I think it's weird that I'm old now, older, but I don't, I don't how care. How old
2: are you? 45? I'm
0: your husband. You don't know how old I am?
2: <laughs> I know. The girls me, asked me yesterday. I was like, text I think he's like you. 45 or...
0: <laughs> mm, 44.
2: 44? Text him <laughs> so she'll smile and look go, all oh my God,
0: what did he say? Oh, he just said he's 44. <laughs> No, I don't think guys look at it as...
1: But I don't think guys look at it like that, Corey, because if you're 60, you can get a 20-year-old.
0: Right, as long as you have cash. Cash is king.
1: Right. but then And then people don't go like, oh, yo... You're just like you got that bitch cuz you are like rich. But with women, then you have gigolos. Do you know what I mean? You're I, condemned I basically.
0: Yeah. yeah it's a backwards world we live in. I there.
1: see why these people are changing over and getting like say they want dicks and being guys because I mean if you're rich <laughs> and you decide you're a guy instead of a girl, then you you're like you're in it's money. You know? I want to get that 20-year-old guy. You're going to get that. I guess I want to... Let's see if I... I don't know. This is what I have to work on with the list a little bit. Okay, so if I'm straight... Okay. A straight female. Which you are. Yeah, but then let's say I decide I'm going to be a a guy. Okay. Chris. I'll be Chris. (laughs) I'm going to be Chris. (laughs) Chris. But I'm still a girl, female. I'm still a female uh, like. Genetically, and I'm Chris now. (laughs) Now, but what if I like guys still as Chris? Am I gay now?
0: No, because you're a man, right? You're Chris. Yeah,
1: if I'm Chris and I like guys, then I'm now gay.
0: Well, what's like Bruce or Caitlyn Jenner? Doesn't she like girls?
1: So she's the same. She 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 does, but that makes her gay now, but not before. Straight before, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. If I become Chris,
0: you become whatever. If
1: I become Chris and I'm a guy, I'm do I start liking women? No, <laughs> or men. I don't. I get confused. I have to map it out. I'm not kidding. I map it out so well, I can but, follow but the Caitlin line. But
2: Caitlin never. Let's just put it this way: she never veered on. Genetically, who she likes? Yes, because no? yes, because, because she, she had started
1: dating someone who was also trans, that who was had been a man it. who became a woman. Oh, I thought that. Uh, well, you need to map it out.
2: I, I, but but she was married to Chris Jenner, right? And then she started dating the young girl that she lives with or whatever. Oh, I guess that. But you mean that that's really that used to be a former guy. Exactly. I get what you're saying. It gets confusing. So age-wise, but
1: guys, age-wise, getting back to age is like with guys, you can then, you could be wrinkly, you could be all sorts of things at 65, and you could be a catch if you had money.
0: See, even Caitlyn Jenner is 70 years old, and he landed, she landed a Mm 23-year-old.
1: That's what I'm saying. Point taken. <laughs> you can become whatever you want, but if you start out one way, the male species of the planet has got it made because the female is, you know, I mean, like if you just look at, even if you look at it in the species world, right? the male is going for the, the female that can breed and make baby and, and further the species, Right, right. Okay, so if the male's looking for that, he's not going, I hope I can find a 70-year-old woman to have a family with. Because, you know, the guys that remarry at 60 and have the new family, which they do, they have a new family usually. Yeah. Or the guy's 75 and he has a new family. No matter that he might be, all of his children might be 4 or 10 when he croaks. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's... I'm only bringing these things up because I'm observing all these things that I guess I wouldn't have paid too much attention to before. Would you get married again? I would get married again if someone really liked to watch The Crown. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, I'd do better know. with a roommate kind of guy. I'm not thinking... That pays rent. <laughs> <laughs> that pays rent. <laughs> <laughs> that pays my rent in a bougie caretaker home.
0: Yeah. I, I, that's an interesting question. Like you don't want to go
2: to the ship with a
0: <laughs> companion. Do you think your mom would ever get remarried? No. Why? Why?
2: Because I feel like she is set in her ways now. She likes what she's doing. The last person she dated, I remember she's like, he always texts me, and I'm like, uh huh.
1: Because that he always goes, I like you. How about going out? And we're like, yeah, that's and the, sort yeah. Of or she, or she,
2: he said something like, let's go back to the place. And she was like, the plate. do I think he means my I'm like, no. Like, she... Is I think she just did... She wasn't... She's like, he texts me. And I'm like, right, because that's what you do when you like somebody. Yeah, but see what happens when you get older.
1: Well, it, 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 you wouldn't have to be necessarily older. But if you... We're living not with someone. Like, I haven't lived with someone for 20 years. Right. So I am super selfish, super... I do whatever I want whenever I want. And...
2: Well, that's what I mean. I don't know that she would want to, like... Change. Share the TV and or, (laughs) like, have to... You know, like, meet their children. Yes, Oy. or like go to their, yeah, like, cause you kind of have, you know, you've got to be involved. You have to be involved. And I have thought,
1: I thought, wow, okay, so what if I really like some guy and he's got these loser adult kids? That right. I'm now gonna have to spend Christmas with. Right. And that They we're talking have, talking shit let's, say, to you on Twitter. Loser, then they have <laughs> is maybe loser grandchildren. Yeah. So right. They're telling me on Twitter I'm fat and old and irrelevant <laughs> and I happen to recognize
2: them. <laughs> right.
1: And I just feel like you know, when when you're young and you're starting out, you're willing to do, I think, a lot to, you know, your goal is usually I'm just you know, I'm sure it'll be like don't listen to me if you want to hear something that's like way out there. I'm just not that girl. If you're sort of like the normal couple who gets married and then they want to have kids and then they want to raise those children and they you'll your focus is on something very different. Right. So when you're my age I love my grandchildren. Right, but I don't know that I'd love somebody else's grandchildren. I don't know that I'd love somebody else's children. You know, because now we're talking about children. Our children are thirty years old, and uh, my children aren't because I had kids late. But right. their children would might be even forty.
2: Well, and or it, 50. <laughs> I think in my mom's perspective, because we are all thirties, forties. Her, we. Have, I have two sisters. You know then we all are married, so you know she's got son in laws now that are right. that are new, right well, not new, but you know what I mean new to her family, and then we all have kids now, so I mean, the family's still growing she so I think she, that is feels content in that way instead of necessarily growing it to like boyfriend and boyfriend's empire.
1: Right. That makes sense. And also with, now think about it. It's hard enough to get together. I have 14 people coming for Christmas. They're all family members. Right. Because my son is married and my daughter is engaged. So we've got extended families coming yeah. you know, together. So there's 14 there. Um, now as it keeps growing, you know, it's hard enough to get everybody together in the same place. So now let's say I'm this over here and I sort of have a crush on Larry, right? Right. And Larry's got three or four kids and 15 grandkids and this. And I'm like, well, what are we doing? Are we going to rent a ship?
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Because Larry wants to be with his kids naturally. He does. You want to be with your family naturally. And then naturally. if Larry's
1: divorced, then, then you have the mother... Of the, you know like my kids have Parker. Right. Parker this year it's good this year because he and his wife he, he has a new wife and he and his wife aren't like venturing out, right? Right. So that works out great for me because it's we're going to have Christmas it just can get complicated and I think when you're younger you're willing to put up with the complications. Yeah. And when you I think and I hate saying it, but you you know people go like, oh well you get more stuck in your ways. You
2: sort of weirdly do. Yeah and that, but I think when my you know if you ask my mom, do you want to get married again, she might have a different answer. I don't know. but I feel like yeah, she's kind of stuck in her ways. I think she likes the life that she's created and I can't see her being with someone, but maybe that's just my perspective. Well, you have to ask yourself too, what does that bring to the
1: party? What is somebody gonna bring to the party? I, I, And I ask, you know, I'd say the closest thing that I have to a husband is Jonathan Knight.
2: Oh, he's a good one,
1: though. Right. He is a good one, but he's a gay man who has a partner who he's probably going <laughs> to marry. So I'm like, you know, and... But he will go to Italy with me. He will go places with me, and he will do the things I want to do. But we're also very independent from each other. Right. So I like that independence. And I think that if you... I, you know, I think it's the sex thing. If you, if you... The sex thing can screw it all up. It can make it glorious, or it can screw it all up. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, because the sex thing is like, shut up. You know, like some... every You have different periods in your life. That you are more way more interested in something else.
0: Yeah. When's that period coming for you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have young kids.
0: Have we already hit that yet? Or is that, that is that speaking of, is that ship sailed or I
2: have young kids. <laughs> we. 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 We there's peaks and valleys.
1: But I don't think with guys there are. I think guys have their dicks. Their dicks are always at the ready. Whatever. (laughs) You don't have to be hot. You don't have to be anything. You don't, you know, you're just, you're there. You're whole. You've got to, let's do it. Let's get it over with. I don't ever remember being with a guy that's like, well... Oh, God, I just feel so worn out because I was at work. It's the opposite. It's like I was at work, I'm worn out, so let's fuck. Let's get this. I mean, I don't want to think about work. I hate the people at work, so let's fuck. Okay, now. Oh, I went out golfing, I won, let's fuck. Okay, now I. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go on a vacation so we can fucking. <laughs> I mean, don't it- you think it's a little different? Yeah, I do, I do. It Corgi, is. don't you? Uh,
0: yeah, uh, it is. It's a lot different, because <laughs> it is.
1: <laughs> I, it is. In my entire life, I don't remember any guy saying to me, No, I'm, no, I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm just sort of tired. And I think ah, if let's, they let's did say cuddle. that, they have an, I think they're having an affair.
0: Or they hate you. Well, that's another possibility. <laughs> they're having an affair. They'll still have sex with you if they hate you.
1: That's true. That's very true. You know, I used to be very intimidated. I'll tell you when I stopped being intimidated. I used to be very inhibited, very intimidated about the way I looked, and very like, oh my God, that guy's not going to like me. That guy's not going to have sex with me. That guy's not going to blah, blah, blah. Until I was doing, what was I doing? Something. And Angelina Jolie's husband cheated on her, and Halle Berry's husband cheated on her. And I was like, oh, I am so in. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, like these are the I most. I mean, if be- you if can you- cheat on the most two most beautiful women in the world, there's hope that I mean that <laughs> doesn't then it means if you cheat on me, it's not because I'm less or ugly or which right. women start thinking if someone cheats on them by the of way. Of course, yeah. What are you gonna say now, Corey? What are you gonna say to no that? No
0: matter how hot you are, somebody's tired of your shit. Yeah, and they were probably tired of. Halle shit, whatever she was doing, and they found somebody else.
1: Yeah, that would make sense, except for no matter how unhot you are, some guy will still have sex with you. Right. I think exactly. you would have to just be a meth head, not wash your hair for 30 years for a guy not to... Still wouldn't
0: happen.
1: You'd a few daylights in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, well, that's what I was thinking about this week. My dad's doing better, by the way. Hope he stays that way. Thanks for listening. I know you have a lot of choices. <laughs> and um, I'm not quite dead.
0: So thanks for listening. While I'm alive, tune in. <laughs> That wraps up another episode of Kirsty Alley on the Verge. We'd like to thank Anchor.fm for the host. Be sure to follow Kirsty on Twitter at Kirsty Alley. If you do have the Anchor app, you can leave Kirsty a message. She listens to them all. Like this gentleman. Miss Alley, I want to say welcome to the Anchor family. I'm so glad that I found your podcast. Been a big fan of yours for many, many years, dating all the way back you know all the way back to cheers and then i really became a fan when you was vanessa bartholomew on prince's album wow i just want to say i enjoy your voice i enjoy your talent keep doing what you're doing welcome to the family hey love peace and chicken grease and have a good one. Peace. Thank you so much for that kind message and all the messages that you guys send Kirsty. She listens to them all. Be sure to like and share this podcast with all of your friends. It can be heard anywhere podcasts can be found. Until next time, we'll see ya.